Welcome to Real Relationship Goals, a podcast all about the realities of healthy relationships. Real Relationship Goals is a project of the Advocacy Center for Crime Victims and Children in Waco, Texas. If you or someone you know has experienced sexual violence or harassment and is seeking support, services, or needs more information, links to resources and our hotline number can be found in the description. The views expressed in this podcast are those of the hosts and guests and do not necessarily reflect those of their organizations or affiliates. Welcome back to Real Relationship Goals. This is episode six of season four. Thank you for joining us this season. We hope you're enjoying it so far. My name is Allie. I'm Ariana. And I'm Blythe. our story for this week and it consists of the movie twitches Mm. so yes very popular movie it's on i think streaming services but it's mostly popular on disney plus so if you have not watched that i recommend that okay so little background story um the movie is about two twin witches that were born in a different dimension called coventry and so The purpose of them going to another dimension was because it was to protect them from the darkness. And so their guardians had to separate them at birth, right? So fast forwarding to 21 years later, it's their 21st birthday. One has the uh, power of having visions Mm -hmm. before um, anything happens. And one has the gift of drawing things before they happen. So they finally meet like one is out looking for a job and one is out just shopping her life away. And so <laughs> they run into each other at a store and then they come to figure out that they have powers. So like when they lock hands together, mm-hmm. like they make things move or something shape shifts or something happens. Okay. Fast forwarding again, like they finally like go to the other twins house and the twins closet is like conformed into some type of portal where they can go to their other dimension and they did not know this so they just fall into their other dimension and they finally figure out what Coventry looks like and so as they're in Coventry they get to meet their birth mother and figure out that that their kingdom is still in like danger of this darkness and so one twin has always had the desire to meet their birth mother Hmm. and the other twin has she loves her life the way it is she doesn't bother you know because one is scared to um save their kingdom and one wants to meet their their birth mother and save their kingdom Mm. so in the midst of that they got into a big heated argument and some another twin says hurtful things that Mm. might not have been the best words to say and so but like towards the end they eventually figure out that hey this is the purpose of our mission our mission is to save our kingdom and to meet our birth mother and to finally like feel whole Mm. so basically the purpose of this story is like even though you might get into a heated argument and there's high emotions involved that you can also get your point across Mm. and also get your mission complete going off of 
Ariana's story. Today we're talking about anger. So this season, right, we've been talking about uncomfortable feelings that we experience within relationships. Anger being one of them that is both uncomfortable to like experience yourself and to have someone else like be angry at you within a relationship. So anger can be elicited by a lot of things. An insult, aggression, like perceiving something is unjust or unfair. And anger is a really good response to something that is unjust or unfair. It often right, comes with like some bodily experiences of like, uh, I know like my heart, like when I'm angry, like my heart starts racing mm-hmm. or uh, sometimes like your palms might get sweaty or you get like hot. Like if you think of the like inside out, uh, the like little red guy who is anger mm-hmm. um, is like flaming, right? So like anger is often like we experience it as being hot. So I'm going to just kind of open up the question. Why is anger, though it's a really normal emotion and not like a bad emotion um, in and of itself, right? It's about how we respond to anger. Why is that like maybe an uncomfortable feeling that we experience in relationships? Yeah, I think that depending on the kind of relationship we're talking about, you know, anger can feel sort of opposite or contrary Mm -hmm. to how we more broadly feel about this Mm -hmm. person, right? Whether Mm -hmm. it is a friend or a romantic partner or even a family member, we have a, we, let's say we have a good relationship with that person, a healthy relationship and like the reality is, mm-hmm. is no matter who you're in relationship mm-hmm. with, however mm-hmm. compatible you are, however healthy it is, you are going to get angry at that person at mm-hmm. some point, And they are going to get angry at you, whether it's like a big kind of thing or a small thing, like you're different people. Yeah. And so I think that w- one reason that it can feel uncomfortable and for me sort of like feels uncomfortable to admit to mm-hmm. like it's hard for me to admit that I'm feeling angry at at like my my best friends or even sometimes my family members because it's like well but like but I love you and mm-hmm. I care about you and I want what's best from you and I want to spend time with you but also I'm angry at you sure. and so I think the like sort of way that that doesn't feel compatible with your more like the broader relationship or your broader feelings about that person, I think that that is what can make it, or at least a thing that can make mm. it feel uncomfortable to have this very normal sure. emotion um, in relationship to another person. Mm-hmm. I think it's just an umbrella just for like different emotions as well. Sure. Like as far as mm. like with shame, sadness, because sometimes even when, you know, you get into an argument with ones you love whether it be family a friend or even a romantic partner sometimes Mm -hmm. when it can become sad because it's like hey I don't want to react this way Mm -hmm. towards the person I love so Mm -hmm. that's one way of looking at it as well yeah which is a good point and how almost like anger is like an uncomfortable emotion but it can also be like maybe like a safer emotion or like Mm -hmm. an easier emotion to express or like it might be easier to say like I'm angry than to say I'm feeling betrayed or I'm feeling guilty or feeling disappointed or something like that see I'm, I'm glad you phrased it as like an umbrella I think that that thing. can like also I think that that can happen I also mm-hmm. think the opposite can happen mm-hmm. where it's like we say like well I'm just I'm just feeling frustrated mm-hmm. right or I'm just feeling like I, I can't think of whatever but uh, frustrated okay. right and we don't sort of like admit to ourselves or the person we're in a relationship with that like actually Mm. I'm angry with you right because Mm. anger can also feel like a more intense more like direct more definitive thing I think I think about like 
the um emotions like wheel mm-hmm. you know which is like kind of where the inside out characters come from right yeah. because like there's this huge wheel we can like include a link to it or something mm-hmm. in our in our show notes but like there's this huge wheel with like truly really, for me like a I cannot understand how there's so many emotions mm-hmm. on this wheel because it feels like there's not that many but sure. there are um but they all sort of like come from like four or five core emotions and then it's like if you break down like frustration Mm -hmm. like well if you get all the way down to the root of frustration that comes out of an anger space Mm -hmm. right Mm -hmm. now anyway we could go on forever about the emotions but I just want to say that like I think that both of those things can be true like it can feel easier to say anger than like Mm -hmm. examining what that feeling is and it also can feel easier to say something what that feels like less intense or confrontational than just like anger right or and it's also saying like I'm frustrated which makes it feel a little more like this is something that I'm having to deal with Mm. where if it's like I'm angry at you Ariana then it's something that like you might have to deal with right does that make sense I'm feeling very targeted I'm like (laughs) no because like I've never thought about it this way but like I like I do that like I'll insert I think my go-to substitutes are either like frustrated or like upset Uh um or something like that like I'm upset at this thing or like I'm frustrated by this thing because anger feels like that has to be like a certain level of like intensity or like something big Mm -hmm. enough has to happen Mm -hmm. um for like it to be like, oh, yes, I'm angry, which is not true. Um, and, and which maybe like part of me is then associating with like anger. I don't know, is and like this is an untrue association, but like I think it's easy to associate some like anger with like, I don't know, like an intense like response to it. Mm-hmm. Or like, right, we know that anger is normal. And the biggest thing is like, how do we respond to anger? Mm-hmm. Um, and so maybe it's like, oh, well, I don't know if I'm angry. That means like, I like don't want to have like a big response. Therefore, let me substitute another word yeah Mm. I think anger also just like um displays how it's like a quick reaction because sometimes it's like when you're in the heat of the moment you don't really think about it it's like I am so angry I am so frustrated at this person Mm. so the quickest reaction to that is just showing anger Mm. and so yeah I just think it's like a hesitation to actually identify what you're feeling mm. why are you feeling this mm-hmm. and it's yeah it's just like a quick quick reaction mm. I think that you know as we think about this in the context of relationships um it's important to you know as we've already said and we'll say just every time we get the opportunity like it's normal to be angry mm-hmm. at a person you're in a relationship with it's normal to have an argument um and then there are healthy and unhealthy ways to to deal with that and we've, we've had other episodes that have touched on this. You know, we just had our grudges episode, which mm-hmm. anger can really lead into sort of a sure. cycle of, of grudges. We've had a conflict resolution episode. Mm-hmm. We've had an episode last season about we need to talk about this anger, but I'm too angry to talk right mm-hmm. now. Like I need a break. Mm-hmm. And so I guess like y'all help me think about some like in, in a context of a relationship, like mm-hmm. healthy or unhealthy ways to kind of work through that mm. anger at within that relationship okay maybe to start with like healthy healthy things first sure yeah I think and this is really Ariana kind of going off of what you were saying but like sometimes when we're angry it's easy to make quick decisions mm-hmm. um and so to really and we've talked about this previously but like a cool down period of like 
yeah, taking it like a step away as much as you can, like from the thing that is like really making you angry. And like, if possible, right, that's physically stepping away. We know that that's not, I don't know, like if you're in school and you're in class and there's somebody next to you that you are so mad at, like you, you probably can't leave the room or you physically could, but there would be like a lot of consequences to that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like a cool down period that, you know, in that case could just like, okay, I'm going to take some really deep breaths or I'm going to, you know, do something to like not necessarily like distract yourself, but like make this thing not so center of mind, I think is one thing. Yeah. And, and whatever that cool down period looks like, whether, I don't know, you play basketball or you listen to music or you go talk to a friend or go for a walk or just take deep breaths because you're in class mm-hmm. and you can't do any of those things um, is one. Yeah. Also like even with you not being able to like leave a classroom or even like with a sibling, like being assertive and respectful mm-hmm. about what's making you angry. It's just like slowing down and like you can still get your point across without mm-hmm. it being like really targeting. Mm-hmm. So like for instance, like with a sibling, like when I shared rooms with my siblings sure. and they'll go to my side and they'll mess up my room mm-hmm. and it's like, okay, I don't appreciate what you just did to my room. Can you please not do that again? Even though I am angry and in mm-hmm. high emotions, mm-hmm. I still can get my point across mm-hmm. and just not it's not such a quick reaction. It's mm. been thought out and it's been processed of why I'm feeling this way. And hopefully they will understand why I'm feeling this way. I think that's good. And I think, um, like we talked about taking breaks, right. And communicating that you need a break. Like it's 100% fine and good to, to do that. Right. But there's the importance, which we've talked about in another episode of communicating that mm. to whoever mm-hmm. you're in a relationship with, whoever you're angry at or with. And I think just like, yeah, taking, taking that breath, taking that moment, taking a step away. I'm thinking about like a lot of times like anger can like, I mean, it is intense and it, Mm. it, it, there's there, I think like our ways to sort of like neutralize and neutralize that feeling and make sure we're not saying, not that you shouldn't feel that feeling, but make sure we're not reacting or saying things fully out of that anger space. Mm because like what comes out can be pretty hurtful Mm -hmm. um and and it can be and that's where we kind of start to get into that unhealthy Mm -hmm. where we're thinking about like like that can come out pretty aggressively or you can be acting or responding very aggressively which is is more unhealthy where we're starting to you know cross Mm -hmm. cross that line like it's okay to be angry but it's not okay to like sort of like attack Mm. someone or their character or whatever right sure sure yeah focusing on like I'm thinking of I think like we've talked about this with like younger students of like using phrases like I feel like I feel angry when you did an action and then either like and this is why I felt angry or and now this is what I need like focusing on like hey this thing that like you did like made me feel this way also like focusing on action and like doing so in a really respectful way Okay, unhealthy, unhealthy ways to respond to anger. We've kind of, it sounds like we're getting into that, mm-hmm. those treacherous waters. <laughs> well, this is, this mm-hmm. might be jumping to kind of like the next spot on sort of like the spectrum of responses sure. and relationships. Mm-hmm. But I do, as always, want to make sure that we say that like anything physical mm-hmm. um, is, is, is past unhealthy and is towards mm-hmm. like abusive. So any type of violent behavior and violent is not just physical, like, mm-hmm. right, violence also includes our words, um, because our words can be violent, mm-hmm. right, as well, and the way that we act outside of physical things can also be violent, so I think anytime 
I've sort of jumped over unhealthy into abusive and violent and dangerous, but anytime that happens, that is 100% not okay. Mm -hmm. Um, You should always feel, feel safe. And Mm -hmm. part of feeling safe in a relationship is having the ability to express anger with someone. Right. So Mm -hmm. I've sort of jumped over here, but uh, no. And I think, I think that's good. And I, yeah, I think I've been thinking about like, yeah, responding like in a way, like in an, with an intent to like harm that person, whether Mm -hmm. harm like physically or like, Mm-hmm. I'm so angry with my sibling I am gonna just mess up their room because I know that that like I'm angry with them and so therefore I want to retaliate and I know this thing is gonna cause like harm than in a loose term of like it's gonna make them super upset and you know because they just think this thing to hurt me so I want to do this thing to hurt them which feels in the very abusive tendency but I guess like could also model like unhealthy things as well kind of basically touching on mm-hmm. you don't fight fire with fire yeah yeah I think kind of at the opposite end too and this might be more unhealthy or like in the unhealthy realm than like an abusive realm of like just ignoring anger Mm -hmm. or like not talking about it or not addressing Mm it is also unhealthy because if we don't address conflict right anger is often very intertwined with conflict that like doesn't mean it's going to go away or like actually lead to like flourishing in this relationship Mm -hmm. might make us like feel better in the moment makes me feel better (laughs) in the moment but yeah it's just also like not a healthy it's like sustainable thing to do. So I think, yeah, it often that times will come out in other ways. I also want to acknowledge that when we talk about this, I, I say this with students a lot because like when we talk about anger and mm-hmm. the ways we respond to it, the way that we are talking about a response is very mm-hmm. like um, sort of like the goal. Sure. Or like I, I sort of like idealized mm-hmm. perhaps, right? And, and, and maybe even within particular cultural contexts, mm. right. And, and the ways that sure. um, maybe each of us has grown up or like, it's like, we can go to a textbook and find what the things that we've just said. Right. And, and we know that like, not even just in this space, but like what is on the page doesn't always, it doesn't mm. always what like works in real life. Sure. Um, you know, so it, it's great to, and we should aspire to all of the things that we're saying, mm-hmm. but there, there are ways that this might play out in different people's lives mm-hmm. in very different ways based on their backgrounds or their identities, or even like maintaining their own mm-hmm. safety. Sure. Right. So I think that like, this is important, everything we've said, otherwise we wouldn't be saying it, mm-hmm. but like, also there is room for Mm. different interpretations like something can be the goal and what is like on paper the best and also not feasible for for someone um in their current like context does that make Mm. sense I think so and yeah I think it like maybe something that like we're trying to emphasize in this space is like our responses to anger should be safe yeah um and should like prioritize the safety of ourselves and of the other person but like responses to, to anger are also very deeply cultural mm-hmm. and and that's okay um and so like maybe what yeah what is considered even like what is like the best or not the best um is depending on your own cultural context and where you you know where you mm-hmm. live in like what is operating kind of yeah, in your setting so long as right like our responses to anger always prioritize like the safety and the dignity and yeah just the, the safety and the dignity of the mm-hmm. other person because they are they are human, they are deserve respect and to be treated, you know, just as important as we are, or like they're not any better or any worse than we are. And that should, yeah, be really prioritized in our responses to anger, even if how two people like respond to it is like different or something like that. Well, Allie. I have our relationship goal. 
So this week, uh, work on creating a, a processing plan for the next time you find yourself feeling mm. anger. Um, this can look like realizing or identifying that you're feeling angry and thinking about like where that feeling comes from or what has kind of caused that. And then like coming up with your own coping method or methods, because something that works for one thing might not work for another thing um, to sort of like help regulate and sort of like calm down a little bit, not necessarily get rid of the emotion, mm -hmm. but just sort of like de-escalate a little bit. So that can be things like taking deep breaths, maybe talking to just someone um, and then, and then thinking about what the next best steps are. So that's kind of like a lot, but it <laughs> yeah. is, it, 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 it all happens much more quickly than I just think I said it, but, and then Ariana has our recommendation for the week. Yes, I do. Um, we are currently reading a book called A Measure of Belonging, um, 21 Writers of Color on the New American South, edited by Snow Barnes. Um, it's just a creative book of essays that touches on the complexities of the South and their relationships with different topics such as race, intersectionality, and et cetera. So I recommend that book for you. Great. Thank yeah. you. And thank you all for joining us for episode six. We have a great episode next week, so we hope to see you then. Thanks so much for tuning in to Real Relationship Goals. This episode was produced by the Prevention and Education Department of the Advocacy Center for Crime Victims and Children in Waco, Texas. You can follow us on Instagram at ACCVC underscore prevention. See you next time.